0: this is flick and you're listening to the magic our way podcast with kevin danny eli and rachel jumbo everyone harambe
1: and (sighs) welcome to another edition of
2: the magic our way magic our way magic our way
1: magic our way the magic our way
2: podcast they are truly magical and whatnot
1: sante Santa, everyone! You are listening to the Magic R.E. Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana. And on this show, we invite you to feel the libations! Feel it! Feel it! We are Artistic Buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicR.E.com is where you can find us for this show. We discuss the changes coming to Walt Disney World vacation planning for 2024. And look, this isn't your typical polished, practiced, pixie dust and Disney podcast. No way! We are not in the parks every day trying to purchase a dizzy 100 TR currently on pre-sale at Bait in Kristalli in Germany Pavilion in Epcot. That was, a, that was a hell of an attempt at a German name. Yeah. Although, you know, at $89, we could probably buy it and then resell it and make some money for the show. How about that? That's right, Kevin. Got- yeah. <laughs> 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 ideas. There you go. Yes.
0: Maybe 80, Maybe the TR is not a bad idea. No, I don't know. Maybe not. But uh, <laughs> for us, we're just here to drink, talk some Disney. And tell you even more how to score in 2024. <laughs>
3: there you go. That, that sounds great. Oh, crazy. that was good. I like <laughs> that. Uh, hopefully we can get an extra cut of that money from this tiara, though.
1: $89. I guarantee you, a year later it'll be 100 bucks. I don't know. I sell for 200 profit. 200 profit. You'd look good
0: in the tiara. Mm-hmm. I ain't say that
1: way. I just want the profit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, my name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. I'm Eli. And I'm Rachel. And as always, we hope everyone out there in the land had a great week. How's everybody doing today?
0: Woohoo. Doing good. Yeah. We're
1: yeah. recording this on Saturday, May thirteenth. Graduations are bound. I know Eli's been busy with that today. Yes,
3: yes, yes. My daughter just, just graduated from Loyola. To, uh, you today. did it,
1: sir. You got her through. Yeah. They got a degree.
3: The very proud moment.
1: Now it's all on them. That's
3: that's it. It's all of them. All of them now. And John Baptiste, I'm glad Kevin, you were like able to tell me exactly who we Oh, I'm glad
1: I could help you there. Yeah. It got a little more enjoyment.
3: So he did some of the music for Soul. So there we go. We have our Disney.
1: And he's from New Orleans. It's so there's your Orleans other connections. Stuff. There. Very talented. He performed guy. or he just gave a speech? He did both.
3: Oh, he did both. No. Yes. He uh, he went. He basically, he was just saying, you got a degree. You have everything it takes to do it. So go do it. And then he went and played on the piano. At first, he played. If you're happy, you know it. And then uh, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Then, I'm serious. Yeah, he did that.
0: He knows this isn't a kindergarten graduation, right? Yeah, but he,
3: <laughs> but he was just, I guess, trying to be a you know, okay. fun-loving guy about it. All right. And then, yeah, he, he went and he, and he played uh, a song I don't... I don't think. Pop goes
0: the weasel. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go pop.
3: What? what? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was actually Baby Got Back. Was, oh, wow. You know, everybody was popping and locking. Yeah, yeah. it was best graduate. Best graduate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want people to, what kind of graduation put your daughter in? People just popping up there. But uh, yeah, he did both. And oh, he was, that's cool. He was, very, he was very cool about it. Yeah, it's very talented.
1: Yeah, that Batiste family in New Orleans musicians, man. They all over the place. Yeah, I mean, anybody else had a great week.
0: I you know got Lily done with uh, exams, so we can get ready to go on the trip. So we're all mm, good. That's Her gra- right. Her graduation's on Wednesday, so Ooh, she graduates wow. from grammar school into high school. So the time this show is released. Amazing graduation lily? Yes. yeah lily well, when you're here in this show we will be going to lily's graduation that night
1: and then the next night thanks to uh, next morning thanks to rachel yes, on a plane
0: yes to the promised land oh yes. we are well yes. no we're not going to disneyland oh uh, we're going to
1: Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> yeah World. yeah uh, yeah, other one yeah <laughs> but he digs promise if it's if it's
3: like our... sandals too or something like right. yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yeah but we're going to the next best thing yeah that works <laughs> mm-hmm. that's that works. right
1: yeah nothing nothing exciting on my end just oh yeah, it was just, see, I, I work at a I work at a higher education institution, so we're mm. all gearing up for our graduation, which is next week. I was going to say. Our okay. guest person is the original Aaron Burr from Hamilton. He's coming in. I forget his name, but he's coming in to do the, whatever, the speech.
0: Yeah, the big. Yeah, the big speech. The yeah. celebrity speech. So. Oh, wait, the one that, when Lin-Manuel Miranda? Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that
1: guy. Yeah. So he's coming in. So that, that should be neat. Mm.
2: Well, up here in the Northeast, we have a solid month to go. Oh, no. A little more than that. Yeah.
1: Well, they got snow breaks and stuff or whatever they call it. We, we,
2: yeah. Well, we have snow days. Snow yeah. Days, we didn't have that many of those this year. But the bigger thing is that we don't start until closer to Labor Day. And most of that is because our schools aren't air conditioned up here. Mm. Oh, and yeah. so, yeah, yeah, there's no air conditioning. So if they wait to start the school year till later in September, we have fewer days that are really hot. Okay. Why are the schools not air conditioned? That's a great question. (laughs) I, I don't know. I, parts of our school, I work at a high school. Parts of the high school are air conditioned, like places where we keep computers and things like that. Okay. But yeah, no, like there's lots of classrooms that aren't air conditioned at all. It's just not a thing they put in the budgets.
0: So they take care of the computers better than they take care of the students and the teachers.
2: Yeah, I guess so. Oh, wow. I guess the computers um, stop working. Maybe if we had just, like, refused <laughs> to work when it got really hot, they, maybe they would air condition for us, too. We'll say.
3: time to put them kids in the server room. That's where the classroom's going to yeah, be Yeah, at. For yeah, real. yeah.
1: At least the air condition bills aren't as bad as they are down here. Yeah, that's But true. I'm sure your heating bills are...
2: Yeah, yeah the heat.
1: Offset the, that, yeah. Oh, intense. we. Intense. So yeah, anyway, speaking of traveling, going this place, that place, they're going on a trip next week, man. There are some interesting things happening next year in 2024 at Walt Disney World regarding trip planning that is not going to affect any of us this year, but next year, should we travel, we'll get a chance to take part in this. So enough of our dribble-jabber, guys. Let's see what's going on in 2024 at Walt Disney World. We are on the road. Yes, indeed. That's our traveling music, guys. And so, of course. (laughs) Are we the Beverly Hillbillies? (laughs) Hey, you know, they moved from the country to Beverly Hills. All right. They got away from that Texas gold, whatever. Ah. You go, Texas Texas tea. Texas tea. Thank you. Yeah. I forgot what it was. But it is gold because it Mm. costs money. And something else that costs money is Walt Disney World, of course. Mm. But there are some changes that'll make things a little bit, I think, different. As it has been in the past. Yes. Maybe even better for some. I don't know. Some maybe worse for, some, for other people. Who knows? Uh, but that's what we're going to discuss today. No doubt, you know, if you're any fan of Walt Disney of Disney in general, you heard this news. It was a big thing in the Disney fan community that released between Cinco de Mayo and May 13th. This dropped and the Disney fan community was exploding. So we're going to have Rachel, our travel agent here on the show, take us through all the different things that you can expect when booking a vacation with her for 2024 at Walt Disney World. So Rachel, what we got going on? What's happening over there?
2: Yeah. 2024 is, I think, going to be a really good year to visit Walt Disney World if you are looking to book a package, if you're looking to do kind of that classic week-long family trip to Walt Disney World. I think a lot of things that went away during the pandemic that bummed people out are coming back. I think this is like I want to say uh, there's really not much left after this that we're waiting for. Um, like 1900 <laughs> Park Fair, I think that might be it. Like-
0: magical Express. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, magical. <laughs> yeah, Express. there is that. Yeah. Wait, my yeah. 1900 Park Fair is
2: still not still around?
0: not open. Oh no, yeah, oh. I would have been all over that. Mm. Ohana would have been the second practice reservation. I would have wanted to get if 1900 Park Fair was open. That
1: might need to be some research. Like Go to them and say, what is going on, guys?
0: I'll kick down the door, Kevin. Yeah,
1: desks, please. We Thank we you.
0: booked a, we have a reservation for breakfast at the Grand Floridian Cafe. So I, I will, inquiring minds want to know, and I will investigate. Thank you, sir. Yes. I appreciate it.
2: But yeah, so a lot of stuff is coming back, and I'm really excited about it. And so I thought I'd go through some of the changes. If you are thinking about a trip in 2024, worth mentioning at the top here that Packages will be opening up May 31st for booking. And so you know you can email me now and I will get you on a list of folks that I reach out to on May 31st and, and get you pricing and get you just kind of all set up and make sure we grab any rooms for you before things may start to fill up.
1: And how do they email you?
2: Yes, you can email me at, at magicarway.com or text me at 978-432-WISH and just let me know that you're a listener. And I'm so excited and honored to help everybody with their 2024 trips. So definitely reach out there. There's not a ton that books up right away. However, there are like a few select room categories that are a little bit less um, plentiful. And so if you want like a specific type of room, it's always good to reach out because you never know. A presidential
1: suite somewhere, maybe.
2: Yeah, yep, that's that's it or um, you know, like Polynesian standard view rooms, mm-hmm. those go really fast. Well, and that actually brings me to one of the changes. So, if you are familiar with the room categories at deluxe resorts. So, like I just said standard view, Polynesian also has pool view and marina view and they also have theme park view. There's kind of like all these different categories. There are some resorts that have even more than that. So, like Wilderness Lodge has a standard view, a nature view, yeah. a courtyard view, Ooh. a nature fireworks view. Mm-hmm. So they have like all those different room categories. Disney has decided to simplify those deluxe room resort, ca- resort room categories. So now for most resorts, there will just be three categories. It's going to be a resort view, a water view and a theme park view.
0: Nice. Yeah. Okay. Makes it easy.
2: Yes, it does make it easy. There will be some more at places like, for example, Animal Kingdom Lodge will still have a Savannah view, Oh, uh. you know? So there'll be some that still have different categories, but for the most part, they're going to try to keep it to those three, which is great because I think when people book like a courtyard view, like, what does that, I guess, what does that mean? Really? Like, how is that different from a nature view?
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: I guess I know the difference between a courtyard and, and nature, but I, can a courtyard be in nature and then is it there for a nature anyway so
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: i think
2: they were receiving too many confused people at check-in and so they're just simplifying
1: well you know wilderness lodge I, if there's anything like the room i had back in july should have like a laundry room view <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, <laughs> laundry room. not just like
1: guest laundry room but like the entire in uh, hotel instantly i saw those carts Going this way and that.
2: I wish though that, like, because that's <laughs> going to be called a resort view now.
1: Mm. That's a res- Well, like, okay, that's yeah. fair. They're, they're doing the
0: entire linens for the resort. So, parking lot is resort view too, then?
2: Yes. Part of the yeah, resort. That's, oh. Part of the resort. That's going to be a resort view. So, but I, so I am going to have to like remind myself to tell people now though that like resort view is a wide range of options. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. a broad
1: definition. Yeah. yeah. So to speak.
2: Because I, I do like the word standard view because I feel like when you book a standard view room, you know yeah. that don't you can't anything. really be picky. Yeah, right. like don't be picky about your view, which is fine because I think most people don't really care about what they look at, but some people do. And so that's why they have those upgrades. But if I booked something called resort view and then I was staring at people doing laundry, that would probably be... I don't know. It wouldn't be what I would expect. No.
0: Yeah, we we had a, booked a, a room at Wilderness Lodge one time before, and we were staring at the parking lot. Yeah. Not exactly what you no. want to see, but yeah. at the same time, I think you're right. Standard view is like, yeah, what, what kind of view do I get? Standard view you get whenever you look out of any window. Yeah. <laughs> you when you open
1: your yeah. eyes, whatever you see is standard right. view. <laughs> Like Animal Kingdom Lodge, I had a great view
0: of the bus stop. Mm. it was awesome oh that's great you great. could tell when the bus was go go go, go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now right
2: yeah if you could see it from your room you're probably too far away yes but. yes <laughs> so that's one of the less exciting changes for 2024 but important to mention for sure
1: okay i like it yeah, yeah that's good
2: all right so let's we'll move on to another change this one was i think much anticipated so now you do not need theme park reservations for your walt disney world vacation as long as you have a date based ticket.
1: That is a very important mm, set of yes. words. Date yes. based. Date based tickets.
2: Date based ticket. Yeah. So when I first saw that, I was, you know, not exactly sure what that meant. Like what is a date based ticket? I know that like when we sell tickets that are standalone tickets. So like you you contact me and, and you want a three day ticket. So, but you're, you already have your hotel reservations or your DVC and you just want to get tickets through me, which you can do as well. I go in and I have to select a date that your ticket will start. So that was, you know, in my head, I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. The the tickets where I select the date, but what about packages? And it is also packages. So because your tickets are linked to your package dates, those are also considered date based tickets. Mm -hmm. So if you book a Walt Disney World Resort ticket through a travel agent. Or you book a package; those will both be date-based tickets, and you will not have to worry about park reservations. So that's like the vast majority of right. people, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, odds are that you do not have to worry about park reservations in 2024. This starts January 9th, though. So if you are traveling the first through the eighth of January, you do still need park reservations, and I believe that's just because it'll be sort of the, um, the leftover. Season, yeah. yeah, the holiday folks. Yeah. So that would be after the Christmas crowds, after the marathon weekend crowds, then they're going to start with no park reservations. The people who will need park reservations, if you're an annual pass holder, you will need park reservations because those are not considered date based tickets. If you buy convention tickets, those are also not date based tickets. So you will need to have a park reservation with a convention ticket. And so those are the big, those are probably the only two remaining categories that lots of people would fall into. If you happen to have one of those really old non-expiration tickets.
0: Talking to you, Keith.
2: Yeah, I don't think there's a ton of people out there. But if you do have one of those, you would need a park reservation for that as well.
0: Mm. Yeah, our listener asks Keith, still has those tickets, In my understanding.
2: That's impressive.
0: Curious, how does this affect the park hopping now, if you don't Mm. need a park reservation?
2: It doesn't change park hopping rules at all. Really? What? I know. The park hopping is still not going to start until 2 o'clock
0: oh wow yeah but if you don't have like the first resort book like the rules are you can't park up until after two and only after you visited the park that you reserved right
2: right that okay so that's true now but so you will not be able to visit a second park before two o'clock
0: oh so wherever you go is fine but don't plan right. on going anywhere else till 2. Okay, yeah, your ticket won't right. work until mm. after 2. Now we're starting a, at 2. That's crazy. Yeah, okay. It's a little yeah. restrictive. Yeah. A little annoyance that they still have that there, but it's still time to go. Um, hopefully, by that point, I mean, they'll do that out. I mean,
1: based on park hours, I would imagine. I mean, if you've got a park that closes like at 7 or 6... Yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of sucks. Uh,
0: it's my money. It's my vacation. I'm buying the park. I want free will on my vacation. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely.
1: Yeah. That's- it's a
0: bummer. Ooh. Yeah, it's a bummer. But yeah, it's, they've got more than enough time to address it.
1: I'd be curious how, what, what annual pass holders feel about this. Rachel, you're an annual pass holder. They always <laughs> pass.
2: Yeah, I'm an annual pass holder. Well, I'm kind of annoyed now because as it stands right now, I have to make park reservations for my whole family. So like I have an annual pass, but my husband and my kids don't. And so I just make park reservations for all of us. But now I'm going to have to remember to just make them for me.
0: Oh, <laughs> so that'll be kind of strange. The cheese stands alone. The cheese
2: oh. stands alone. <laughs> They're not crying for me, though. No. So
1: that's okay. Well, uh, may, may mama can go to senses or something and yes. get the yes. pamper while they do whatever and meet you when you can go in.
2: It's true. Hmm. Um, the park reservations I've found recently have been open a lot more often than closed. I haven't. They've been much more plentiful than normal. However, I do think this change will be really positive for folks who want to travel last minute. I've had more than a few occasions where people book a trip, you know, a couple weeks before they go. And then they, you know, as I'm getting ready to book them, I'm like, oh, hey, I need to check the park reservation calendar just in case. And it's like, eh, you can't visit Magic Kingdom all week unless you hop. Mm-hmm. And that's a real bummer for people. So- it'll help with that situation. Like if you're able to get a package, you're going to be able to go visit the parks you want to visit.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And, and you're right. The park reservation system hasn't been that much of a problem, but it's kind of not busy times right now. Right. I've flip-flopped our Epcot magic kingdom reservations two to three times already. Everything's available right now. So the same thing with my God. Restaurants are available like crazy right now. I was about to ask
1: you if that was in affected your trip impending trip. No, no, man, my
0: impending trip, this has been really smooth and easy. I mean, and and 90% of it is because Rachel is there to help us along the way with anything and everything we need. But when I've had to be like, oh, wait, well, we, oh, so-and-so needs it. Okay, got it. And I need to flip flop the, the reservation, been able to do it like easy, been able to find things easy. I mean, this has been the easiest vacation I think we've ever had to book. And we only started booking it like three weeks ago. Yeah, it was just like, boom, This is about, that's awesome. In Disney terms, this is a last minute trip.
2: Yeah. If anyone out there is considering a summer trip, I really could not recommend it more. Right. <laughs> and, uh, I think the summer is going to be really light. I think it might be a really great time to catch Disney World when things are slow. If you're interested at all, please reach out. You will need park reservations, but I really don't think it's going to be a problem. It is hot for sure, but you just stay away from those middle of the days, go back, do the pool. We can get you in a resort where it has a great pool. Make sure you take midday breaks, go to the water parks. I mean, I think it's just going to be a very pleasant summer to be at Disney World with the crowds.
0: Oh. And to buttress her point, I'm looking at these changes, and a lot of us agree that these changes are good, but the more enticing it is to go, the more competitive it is to go, the more crowded it's going to be to go. Just, And we're going to get to one of these changes real quick that's going to make dining reservations probably a lot more scarce to get. Mm. Uh, probably make, um, well, well, we'll wait till we get we'll there. We'll get there, yeah. We'll, we'll get there eventually. There, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, this is the time. If you're not going now and you've got the money to go, I don't know what to tell you guys. You, you're gonna, it's gonna start to get busy again really soon.
2: A lot of things are reopened now, so like your princess dining is reopened, and it's all three meals. Garden Grill breakfast is coming back. There's a brand new sushi restaurant opening up in Epcot this summer, which looks incredible.
0: Damn them for that, because man, <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, I wait a minute, I just got to Thai and I've been waiting for that. I love sushi, and they're gonna open it right after I go. Well, so what is this place? I I, I don't know if I know. This. Yeah.
2: I forget the name of it. I'd have um, to look it it's up. It's it
1: Japan, or is it just it's just on it's property the, It's
2: the old Tokyo dining.
1: Oh no way! Okay,
2: Tokyo dining is not reopening, but they are bringing this place instead. It's called Shiki Sai Sushi Izakaya.
0: Ooh. Ooh, oh man! It- Just the name sounds delicious. It sounds like I don't. No offense to what was it? Tokyo dining, right? Or Tokyo Tokyo dining? Tokyo dining. I've eaten there, but it's nothing. You might as well call it Tokyo drift. Right? (laughs) Tokyo (laughs) drift
1: away. Yeah. You want something generic? I mean, come on. Oh, whatever.
2: Pictures look incredible.
0: Now I'm going to be sitting there enjoying my meal at Takumi Tai, and I'm going to be like, "If only I was experiencing that." And granted, it's probably—is it a—is it a nice restaurant, Rachel? Is it like counter service?
2: Um, well, Tokyo Dining wasn't counter service. It was a—it was a table service, but it was a one-credit table service.
0: What am I thinking of?
1: then? You're thinking about probably the one in the little hut or the little pagoda-looking thing. That, yeah,
2: Katsura Katsura Grill.
1: Grill. Yeah, that's their—that's their, that's their uh, counter right. service. Yeah. So, to- which is fine. They should keep that because every pavilion yeah, needs a, Some quick yeah. service. Teppanito. Takumi
0: Tai. I'm trying to picture where this would be.
1: Tokyo Dining's on the other side of uh, a isn't it? It's like you go right, and Tokyo Dining's yes. right there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so you go up the same steps. You go in the same entrance, but one side is Tokyo Dining, and the other side is Teppanodo. Ah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And
2: Takumi Tai is in the bottom level. Um towards the front of the pavilion
0: she's right because i stood right in, and I'm, i've am i stared at it like i just want to go in <laughs> and i could never I think get going to be
2: incredible oh I think I you're gonna wait. be glad you did this I'm excited. I, think.
0: I am but I'm now excited. i've got another re- like i gotta go back another motion. reason Dude, to uh, go hey
1: props to japan for co- reinventing themselves totally it's like you gotta keep going back they totally
0: you know just put a attraction of some sorts of roller coaster Something back there in Japan <laughs> is just better. I mean, <laughs> oh, no, best absolutely. gift shop, best dining. If we just had an attraction back there, forget about it. Oh,
1: no, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be, that, that pavilion would be packed. Mm-hmm. I mean, just yeah. like France is now, it'd be completely packed.
2: Yeah. So just to wrap up the um, park reservation thing, I think it's a really positive change. I think it's going to allow you to be spontaneous on your trip again. My husband has a dream of someday having a Disney trip where we play Disney park roulette, where we just like show up at the bus stop, and the first bus that comes is the park we're going to that day, and then we, like, Ooh, go oh my- and, like, hop around based on, like, whichever bus is first.
0: We Love it. it. Alright, I want to go on vacation with y'all at some point, because I have literally done the exact same thing. It's like, oh, it's, it, yes, it's bus roulette. Wherever we're, Whatever shows up, that's where we're going, because we don't normally go to the parks until, like, one anyway.
2: Right. So, he wanted to do that, and then the, the park reservation system came, and you can't do that. No. So, right, I'm right. glad... It's a possibility again for at least him and the kids with the uh, annual pass. I won't be able to do it quite yet, but hopefully soon.
0: You'll get to a, a point where you explain it to where annual pass holders still have non-reservation days,
2: right? Yes, they do. So that that's what I was going to say. So there are going to be select days in 2024 called good to go days where annual pass holders can just... <laughs> and you're good to go, good, yes. to
0: go. Yeah. good to go
2: yep so you're good to go
0: you've been certified good to go rachel
2: <laughs> yes good to go. for select days please stay tuned yes is what they said so we'll see how many of those exist in a calendar year but hopefully there'll be a bunch
0: <laughs> well let me just say something about this park reservation thing because she's right we do need to give disney credit for doing this but they're going to get no more than a, a, a golf clap for me on this you one. get a golf <laughs> <plan>. yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah, congrats well, well. on getting rid of something that was an extra annoyance to booking a Disney trip that no one liked that should have been gone a year ago. But, but they it, did it. Yeah. So they they deserve credit for doing it, but this should have been gone as, as Journey would have said. Uh, should have been should gone! Been gone. <laughs> Long time ago. Yeah. Oh,
2: So the next improvement, I guess, we don't have a lot of details yet, but we have heard that They are going to be simplifying the Genie Plus experience, and that will allow people in some way to book some of their Genie Plus and individual Lightning Lane selections before the day of their park visit.
0: I can't tell you how many trigger warnings I had on this one. I was going to
3: (laughs)
2: say,
0: I know you had to have had them. Oh, the scars of Fast Pass Plus still haven't healed. They were deep. Yes, they are deep. So... Again, it's just how you want to look at the glasses. Is it half full? is it half empty? Can there be some improvements? can there do I want to get up at seven in the morning anymore and purchase this stuff and book this? No, I don't, but do I want to go back to the days of mad scrambling to get your three fast passes ninety days in advance days, no. all that no, I don't want to go back to that either so there's room for improvement. There's also room to go backwards. I don't know where this is going, so this is good, but it could be bad. So <laughs> yeah. help me through this, Rachel, because I I don't understand. Help him, Rachel. Rubin. You're his only hope. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I don't. That's unfortunately, scary. I don't have a lot more details, but I, I do know that a lot of people really dislike the 7 a.m. anxiety attack
1: Yes, yes. every day
2: of their trip. I know that I really dislike the 7 a.m. anxiety attack every day of my trip. So for those of you that maybe have not taken a Disney trip before and are considering it, right now, the way Genie Plus works is that you cannot pre-purchase it until the day of. Now, some folks wake up at midnight to get that Genie Plus on the day that they're going to have it. I do not recommend that. I feel like there's no reason to do that. But I do recommend people are up at 645 and they buy Genie Plus on their phones at 645. And then at 7 a.m. exactly, you need to be ready to book that very first Genie Plus lightning lane. Mm. And your fingers have to be quick.
1: Don't like it. And your internet secure.
2: Yes. You know, and I've gone back and forth. Is my data better? Is the Wi-Fi better? Like sometimes I use Josh's phone too and I have both. (laughs) Double fingering. The um, and that's
0: know. why she's the best travel agent in the biz. Folks. <laughs> double <laughs> yeah. finger, double fingering, right there. Right there. That's she it. is double Hand fingering thumb, all her thumb. phones. <laughs> it's like she's a got her husband's phone, and she's booking your reservations. That's just for like a you, gamer that's multi- with all the buttons. That's man. multitasking doing right the there. AABA right. shift. Uh, quick question here, just around the <laughs> room. Up down up down up down. Because I'm kind of torn on this. So let's. Yeah. I, I would just like to pull the room because we all agree we don't like to get up at seven a.m. in the morning. I hate it. Do this stuff. But at the same time, if you get what you want, or if you don't get what you want. Just roll over on the pillow and go back to sleep, right? If you had a choice between getting up at 7 a.m. every morning to buy Disney Genie Plus and book your lightning Link selections and all that stuff like that, or booking this crap 90 days in advance, what would y'all go with?
2: I liked booking it ahead.
0: You like booking ahead? Yeah. I think I'd stay with the
3: 7 a.m. I was going to say I'd have to do 7 a.m. because having those many days out you don't even know what's going to happen or change or who doesn't like what. And it's just,
0: yeah, I'm kind of with you because like, I, I remember the feeling of being like, look, when I'm at Disney, I'm in Disney vacation mode nonstop when it's 7am in the morning. I'm just either I'm still in bed or I'm at work and I'm doing stuff and I can't just drop what I'm doing to go start making sure I get everything that I need to get. Plus I like the flexibility of not knowing what I'm going to do until the day we do it because you know, Kids get sick. Cool. All right. We can get cosmic rewind tomorrow. I just got to get up early and try it again. Uh, Weather sucks. Cool. We'll catch Ratatouille tomorrow. Like I think it just depends. I don't want the three. Like maybe if it was one, then yes, I could see doing it that far in advance. I don't want so much off the table by the time I arrive and then it's just that one day you go oh great we got our fast pass for ratatouille or cosmic rewind or whatever but we can only do it at this point at this time and if we miss that window that window is gone for here on out. kid got sick sorry tough luck you know it's a tough question
1: it is a tough question and i'd probably i probably lean towards the 7 a.m although i wouldn't like it i wouldn't but like it either i think that I mean, the anxiety that I never liked, and this might be more with the virtual queue stuff, is like at that that one PM thing that they use. I don't know if they still do it. Maybe they still do. They do. They do. I can't stand that. It's like if all right, this is my last chance to absolutely get on this ride today while I'm in this freaking park, and if I don't get it, I'm screwed.
0: Yeah, the pressures, you know. mm, And so you look
1: around and every and like I remember it was me and Kirk at the land. We're all trying to book something for uh, the for Remy, and we're just all like. We look around. Did you? And, did you? Did yeah. You? There's people and everywhere just doing the same damn thing we are. They're just hanging out their tables, <sighs> waiting for one o'clock, and then you start to hear people applauding. Oh, I got something. I it's like that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> you know.
2: It does it? Does stink.
1: So I mean, I don't. I don't know. It's it, could. Could I? Could I pay somebody to be my seventy? Like if I didn't care what I got, could I pay somebody to
0: say, hey? I know for a fact that if you have a really good travel agent like I do. Uh, yeah. they tend to get up at that exact same time and double phone their way into finding a. <laughs> is that, is that yeah. something that you would do, Rachel?
2: I do my best to help folks. I cannot, because it's every day now. That's a lot. And it's a lot. For, especially yeah.
0: if you're working, yeah. And Disney does not like it if you give your travel agent your login information to book anything for you. So there's that element as well. So I'm not saying that she can or can't, but I'm saying that she's <laughs> up at that point in time willing to help it would be helpful
1: usually a lot of groups of people that travel have at least one person that's up early you know right
0: that's not me (laughs) that's not me it's definitely (laughs) not me somewhere i'm hoping harry appreciated that disclaimer (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. seriously
2: but yeah so i do try to help folks when i can when it was the fast pass thing you know way back we could do it your whole trip in one day and so that was like really doable right so like i could Log in 60 days ahead, do your whole trip of fast passes, and you're good to go. But now, where it's every day and it's all day long, it's really so much better for you to do it yourself because you know better what you're going to be able to realistically be able to make it to, you know, in the next 30 minutes. If you're doing them like that, if you're at 7 a.m. in the morning and you're trying to get something, it's possible that the thing you wanted to get is like way too late for you now. It doesn't make any sense for your plans. And so just because it's so fluid and it's not as predictable as the fast pass system was 60 days out. It is really great for you to be empowered to make those, those bookings yourself. But I do like, I'm hoping that this change gives people a middle ground where it's not like, cause the, the downside of the fast passes too was if you didn't know 60 days in advance that you wanted to go, then by the time you book your trip, all the good rides are already gone. Like you're done. Absolutely. And so that's a real pain too. So I'm hoping that this will be, the change that they make will be some kind of middle ground. So you aren't feeling so pressured to be like on it at seven. And, you know, like sometimes Slinky Dog Dash is into 8 p.m., in less than three seconds. Like that's so much pressure, you know? So I'm hoping for people that this is a way to take some of the seven o'clock pressure off.
0: I hope so. I hope so. Yeah.
2: But it doesn't make it impossible to to do what you want last minute.
0: That is important because I know for me, we never book a trip within like, we've never booked a Disney trip that I can remember except for the cruise. And that's only because we booked it and knowing that that mom wanted it for her anniversary then it got canceled because of covid and everything like that but normally we're booking within a month because all of a sudden one of us will get a bonus we'll all of a sudden we'll come across some extra money hey this is a good time let's do it now and so yeah i i think that there's something to be said for people who do book last minute no i think that's a
1: great advantage if you're able to i mean i don't know if that would make a difference as far as when i'd want to book my uh my fast passes or whatever if you will, or genie plus passes or i don't know lightning lanes i'm sorry I'm using like old terminology.
0: Yeah, it's it's tough. I, it, it is. It is. It's they very can't. tough. Well, it's it's an evolving technology as it is. I mean, you don't really know what to because I mean, Genie Plus is sounding like it's more veering towards. Hey, we're good. We're going to become more FastPass Plus. We're still Genie Plus, but we're FastPass Plus. If you're starting to pre-book, I mean, that's the one thing I I, I think Genie Plus added that FastPass Plus never had was flexibility. Well. Again, if you're starting to allow people to book in advance, people who book longer trips than you get a head, a jump start on w- booking trip. Like by the time you get to your first day, you know, they've already booked everything. So, like if you're only booking a three or four day trip and these people are booking two weeks, a week, whatever, they're going to get access to those Fastpassers before you ever even see them. So, you go on, like, I remember booking on the Fastpass Plus. I don't want to be taken back to that. I'm just <laughs> so, saying, man. I remember getting on there when it was time to book and it was just there was nothing there. Right. Yeah, all no, the absolutely. major rides. Were, I mean, I remember being so bummed. Like I wanted to see Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway when it first opened and we booked our trip and then COVID took it all away. But Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway wasn't even on there. Well, you know, and I I, I really
1: didn't like like the the dash to splash days or the race to space days either, you know? Well that's
0: you're talking about the old school Fast Yeah, the
1: old school Fast Fast. was like if you wanted a chance to get on something, you had to get there and get rid of the sprint. Oh, I love that. You then, see, see, I don't I don't, mind run, that. I don't run. So I was like, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> you
0: do not run. I do Unless you run into the bathroom.
1: Yes, until the ba- I will run to the freaking bathroom. <laughs> yes. You want. I've seen it. <laughs> I <Yes>. will <laughs> not. Pretty. I will handle that business. Yes for sure but Sir, you know yeah. in my daily life as far as planning it's like I do a lot of planning as it is and if I'm on vacation I don't want to do that right so I at least want to have some kind of shot at something
0: but you always had that flexibility of that window in between so like okay what are we going to do we can't book another fast pass for i can't remember how long it was it was like an hour two hours mm. i can't remember legacy fast pass i don't remember what it was but i mean you had time to meander your way around that way and figure out what you were doing so it wasn't like it was a mad dash I, I never got that idea
1: no there's a lot of people back in the day when they had that it was always a dash to splash or the race to space you know stuff what like ended that. all that was for that? me
0: going to disneyland having max pass there was no more mad the- dash. i love max pass once you're yeah. in just the park to bring that up bring it right there it was beautiful no more mm-hmm. dashing
2: yeah i mean and really genie plus is max pass it's really not that much different than what max pass was in in disneyland I really think the difference is just that there are fewer users in Gis- Disneyland, which is what makes it better.
0: There's that. There's also the fact that there's certain rides that there's no fast pass access to. You just have like right. a lot of the dark a lot rides. Of them. Old
1: school down yeah. yeah. Standby. You
0: just, hey, sorry. No, if you want to ride this, you're going to stand in the line to do it. You're hitting and the switchbacks. Right. It's you're cool. right. So they figured out a way to go ahead and balance it out So that way. They took some people out of there like, no, 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 no. Y'all aren't just booking one fast pass after another. You were sticking you in a line at some point in time. If you want to ride everything, at some point you got to stand in a forty-minute line.
2: So, on that note, there will still be extended park time, and there is no Genie Plus or Lightning Lanes during extended park time. So that's kind of nice. Yes.
1: So, um, what's the extent? Is it both morning and evening, or what, what are the details with this?
2: So, it's exactly the way it worked this year and last year. So, if you're a Disney Resort guest or select other hotels you will have a half an hour of early entry every single morning into the four theme parks. And then if you're a deluxe resort guest or Swan and Dolphin and Swan Reserve, then you have access to even extended evening hours, but that is only on select nights. That's so three hours longer,
1: have- right? Or what, are, mm. what are, it's usually two. It's two, right? Two. Okay. I mean, in the morning, I'd love to go back to an hour. A half an hour I just know. seems silly to me. That's like one ride, if anything.
2: Right. But it puts you, well, this is what I tell people. It doesn't sound like a lot and I totally agree, but it puts you just that much further ahead in the pack. And so, you know, by the time other people are able to get into the park, you've already maybe ridden Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, or you're at least that much further up closer. And now all those people are headed to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and boom, you're over somewhere else doing something else that has no weight. So it just kind of puts you ahead. It has a cumulative effect by the end of the day.
0: Yeah, I'm with Rachel. Yeah, I I, I couldn't agree more. It it gives you generally. There's only that one ride when you go to Epcot or or Hollywood Studios or Imagine. There's that one ride where you know, like, "Eh, I got to hit that, and after that, everything is all six or half a dozen. It doesn't really. It yeah, you can go ahead and wait in those and be fine. But yeah, she's right. You got to make that mad dash towards uh seven george the, the, mine the, train. the big ride yeah yeah but you know get to that be, out of the way
1: before within an hour before at least i had some time to like enjoy the park before the people that stay on 192 yeah. start invading the park no, oh no, no offense to people fair. that stay on 192 yeah. i said that i, <laughs> I came out of my mouth and i was like "Ooh, that's Ooh. elitist I, like you know Damn, it, well, you but paid still the trip. yeah nah, I'm, I'm staying on property and stuff like i'm
0: a con
2: actually the all-stars aren't that much more expensive
0: yeah right so but look at the trade-off it used to be where it was like Okay, maybe Wednesdays was Magic Kingdom day. You get in there half an hour—I mean, an hour in advance. But then next by by Tuesday it was like uh, or Thursday whatever it'll be Animal Kingdom days. Now it's every park, so it's like you is you it lo- is yeah. every yeah oh you lose the hour. Yeah. You only go to thirty minutes, but now it's instead of you one want? park, it's any park. Hmm. That's not right? bad.
2: Yeah, and that those early morning hours and the evening ones they used to have used to really drive crowds to those parks. And so if you wanted to use them, it was you and everybody else staying at a Disney resort, which was a lot of people. But now, because it's all the parks every morning, it really diffuses the crowd more evenly. Okay, in
0: that respect, now I fully understand. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I could get behind that.
3: I
0: think I'm yeah, okay I like with it better yeah, yeah I, I think i'm okay with it yeah, i agree with that but uh like, like i said i'll never experience this because i'm never going to get up that early i'm a little bit bummed by the two hour thing like if i would have known that instead of booking the, the uh over at coronado i would have gone ahead and did saratoga springs or something that would have been considered deluxe but i you know it, that was just my so stupidity. wait where are you
1: staying is that considered
0: deluxe? no Aren't it's a or something.
1: Oh, it's we are. Moderate. We're in the but, executive suite. But That's it doesn't matter because the hotel itself is a moderate. Thank you.
2: <laughs> really? That's what? Bananas. It's... Yeah. The-
0: executive suites that's just a suite no.
2: executive
0: that it should have deluxe level privileges at I least. should have somebody named Jeeves who opens the door for me and fetches me my slippers before and bed. you can ask him things yes or help him I would like that 100%
1: but apparently your presidential suite is not, nothing compared to like say president's presidential suite at Saratoga is, is no. executively moderate
0: even, even <laughs> having the executive suite I am lumped in with the other plebeian staying we all plebeians <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, I totally agree. There needs to be there needs to be something to address that. I agree. That yeah.
3: Case. Thank you, Rachel. Wow. D- this is not is not a moderate price to that's pay for that executive. i to say that's a deluxe price, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's why she's my traveling. That's right. There was nothing. No, that
2: really needs I, that was something I was going to say is that there are there's not a ton of like you're in one of the rare exceptions to that. You know, like there aren't that many that many rooms that I would say like you're paying deluxe prices but you're not getting that benefit. That stinks you have one of the very few
1: That's wild, man. Yeah.
2: But yeah, it is crazy. Those rooms should totally be counted for deluxe. Yeah, buddy, count. I'll, I'll just have count.
0: to I'll have to dry my tears in the luxury of the Casitas executive
2: suite. <laughs> I'm going to say I still think it's worth it. Yeah. I yeah. still think it's worth it. I not Oh my
0: god, take pictures.
3: You going to have to get up half an hour early now to The most luxurious in. bed ever. Mm.
2: <laughs> we stay deluxe a lot because we have DVC and those are all deluxe resorts but we have yet to use the extended evening hours because um, they're just so specific. It's like this park this day. And a lot of times, like if we only go for five days or whatever, we may not even have a night that overlaps with the extended hours. They're usually Mondays and Wednesdays. So if you're not there on a Monday and Wednesday.
0: Oh, that's right. Oh, no kidding. Yes, Yeah. It's not an every night kind of thing. It's kind of like, not. yeah.
2: So we just haven't, Had it line up and there was there was one time it was going to line up and the kids were tired and we went back because the Magic Kingdom was open until 11 p.m. And so the extended hours were 11 to 1. And for a lot of folks like I'm not even a kid. That's a little late for me. Yeah. No, I'm with you. All right. So that was kind of the I tried to to front load the things that are like, okay, but not very exciting. The big exciting news is that the dining plan is returning
1: for Like as is, as we knew it?
2: Pretty much, yeah. Um, So I don't know if you remember this. Um, It was not in existence for very long because it started just before the pandemic. But at one point, right before the pandemic, they did go up to four different dining plan options. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. I I remember.
1: We covered this.
2: Yeah. So there's only going to be two, not four. There's only two different options, and the two different options are the quick service dining plan and the Disney dining plan, which is the most popular one. It's the one table service, one quick service, one snack per day. I'm
1: good with uh, that. Yeah, I I could live with that. That that sounds like the regular dining plan versus the, I think that was a deluxe that it was nothing
0: but like sit down.
2: So the deluxe plan, yeah, was three table serve per day. Yeah,
0: I remember that. Anna and I did that one point. Seems like a lot oh it It, was it
2: is you know i
0: used to swear by the dining plan i really did used to swear you remember we did we we, did a show we broke it down we broke it down and and it kind of came to be that the dining plan is more of a a budgeting tool as opposed to a cost saving measure that you could take in other words is like you know okay i put it aside this much money so that way my dining is covered when I get to Disney. The, the problem with that is, is that in the way it broke down, I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked by this. The way it broke down is that the only way to save money on the old dining plan, I'm hoping this new dining plan, because we don't have prices yet, right? Mm-mm. Okay. No prices yet. Well, the only way to save money on the old dining plan is if you walk into every restaurant, Purchased the most expensive thing on the menu. Ate everything, including the dessert or whatever, or and ordered the alcoholic uh, uh, alcohol drink. Even if you were the kid, <laughs> like the kid was being priced. Like if you had a ten year old, you're basically playing the exact same amount for the dining plan as the thirty year old who's going right. to be drinking.
2: Yes, that's true.
0: So that was something that, like, when I came to to learn that, it was a little bit like, man, I've been getting ripped off this entire time. Well, I can't say this entire time. The original dining plan was awesome like free entree free dessert free appetizer i remember that yeah that was great tip covered tip included everything tip yeah inc- it was so great and little by little it just whittled and whittled and whittled the the value out of the dining plan and the menu options got to be smaller and so i started to notice it and then we did that show on it, and i was like i'll be damned so i really kind of hope that they're not going to it because this has kind of been a mystery to me as to why they got rid of the dining plan in the first place. Because, I mean, to me, this is a guaranteed money maker for them. People are paying for their meals in advance. And they're familiar yeah. with it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's money in Disney's pocket. before they. And so when they get there and they don't spend all the money, like, I'll never forget. Like, every single time we were looking to check out, Anna was in the gift shop. Oh, yeah. Every Chippendale snack she could get. Like, is that yeah. enough? No, ma'am, you still got four more credits. God go back and yes
2: that was probably back when you got two credits per person per night now it's one credit per person per night what that had yeah but that had changed it that has kind of gone back and forth so before the pandemic they did put it down to one snack per person per night um and then i believe it went back to two for a short moment but then the pandemic
0: they probably did it down down to one when it was food and wine and then when food and wine was over ah up you get two. Hey. <laughs> Who wants a bag of chips? Well,
2: usually they do it by year. Chips you know, they like okay. reset these things every year. Okay. But I can
1: um, still switch it out for like snack credits to use a food and wine, right? Yeah, I could do Yes, that? you
2: can. Okay. Yeah. Good. And you know how like all those signs that they have put out for the festivals ever since the pandemic and new restaurants and everything, and they always had the Disney Dining Plan logo on them. Those are going to be valid. Those are still the things that you'll be able to use all the snacks snack credits on well,
1: that's okay, nice that's, oh, yeah, okay.
0: that's, that's good. good yeah good to yeah. know because so, like yeah. I'm
1: full off of three things yeah dining plan because I'm getting skinnier, so. Oh,
3: right,
0: oh right. I'm not right
1: eating on. as much anymore. Wait a you, minute. Just to let
0: you guys know. I, I am getting new glasses in. so th- You by can that, see me yes, clearly then, now. more than more can. I, see, I'm not as, yeah, as chubby. I, I, be,
3: I, I saw you turn sideways and disappear. You are so I skinny. know. I, I, know I know.
1: The only way you can see me is if I smile. Yeah, there you go. Mm. <laughs> right. Okay, fair. That's fair.
2: Okay, but yeah, you. so I'm excited by that. I'm excited they didn't make a lot of changes. We don't have pricing yet, but we will in a few weeks when packages open up.
1: $1 million.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 That dream.
2: I mean, it's certainly not going to be cheaper, right? Inflation and all that jazz.
0: I could see that, but as long as they build in some value.
2: Well, they are saying, I mean, this is Disney's language, but they, you know, they do have, they can't just like lie, right? So mm-hmm. they are saying that you can save up to 20% by putting the dining plan on. Mm. And like you said, I'm sure that 20% is like, We're eating at Akershus, which is one of the most expensive character dining meals. Like every single day, every single meal. You know, like I'm sure it's that, but which no one is really gonna do.
1: That Akershus is interesting. Why? I mean, you can get gefilte fish and all kind of stuff, (laughs) weird stuff like that. I'm thinking rush hour, but (gasps) no.
0: It's a buffet of that. Eh, it's like smoked salmon, lox, bagel, that kind of. It's it's a little bit more Scandinavian. Yeah, uh, Norwegian. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. It was
2: like cold. It
0: was like a yes. cold buffet. Lox and
1: bagels. Bar, and that's a good way to put no. it. Get pictures yeah. with the princesses. Yeah.
0: But
2: then they also had like you would order an entree as well. Yes. And okay. a dessert.
0: And and look, that's I liked true. Akershus. Uh, I I did. So uh, I I got no I problem liked Akershus with that too, yeah. whatsoever. But.
2: You're just not eating it every day. Right. No, no, You'd absolutely be, not. Like,
0: after you have a meal, especially if you have a meal at Akershus, you're not going to go out and then eat something huge right after that. And that's the problem with the dining plan, especially the deluxe dining plan. The only thing the deluxe dining plan is good for is that you run out of those one-credit restaurants very quickly, especially when you like California Grill and our and all, all these uh, great places. That's the best use of that, I suppose. And that, that's something I'm kind of curious to see what they do with here is are they back to the two credit system is it one credit across the board
2: they're back to the two credit system oh they are Mm. yeah no way
0: do you have to buy it for your entire trip
1: or can you buy it for part of your trip
2: you have to buy it for your entire trip and you have to buy it for everybody on the package it's one credit per regular sit-down table service but then there's going to be those signature dining experiences and those are two credits those I'm going to recommend folks pay for out of pocket now because the single credit is going to be more valuable to you at a regular sit down restaurant rather than using the two credits at a signature dine.
1: Because I'm, um, I'm sitting there thinking, is like, hmm. if it was a little bit more malleable, like I don't have to do my entire freaking trip. It's like, I, you know, I'm not going to need all these credits every single day of my trip. Would they do better purchase wise, you know, and profit wise? I mean,
2: I think part of what they're doing is they're banking on that you won't be able to maximize those credits over the length of your, you know what I mean? Like if you have to have it for your whole trip, you're not going to be able to eat at our shoes every night. Oh, because
1: our non-use, they're going to make money off of it is what you're saying.
2: Well, not that you're not going to use it, but that you're not going to use it at the most expensive place every single night. Right.
0: You're not going to maximize the value okay. of, There's uh, no way you can't without busting your gut wide open. Uh, so that's okay. Right. okay but okay. I, I do think that would go a long way because, I mean, here it is. It's like, come visit us in 2024. Not for all the new rides and attractions because there won't be any, but hey, <laughs> wouldn't it be nice to go back to booking your Disney trip pre-COVID rules circa 2018, not the Magical Express, not free fast passes and whatnot they're not coming back but who wants to get all these things that you used to enjoy you gotta build some value back into the dining plan you can't the dining plan just can't be a means of milking you like hey we got these idiots to pay this much money up front and if they would have just gone in like i've i've gone into restaurants before where it's just like oh man i don't want to order anything over here i just ate Five hours ago, I'm not that hungry. I just want to get a salad and, and a soup or something like and you can't. And you don't get the value. Yeah, because right, you're just caught. screwing yourself over. Right. Fingers crossed. I mean, so many of these nice signature restaurants, like say, you know, California Grill, you're not just necessarily booking it for the food, but for the ambiance, the, the view. Same thing with narcuzis. Oh I mean, my god, great then the wa- oh, yeah. The,
1: <laughs> food's the food. Good. i was about to say, the food is good. Absolutely Very wonderful.
0: Good. Yeah. But I mean, I used to hate it whenever we would go on this family vacations where everyone would have to gather around. It's like, all right. We're gonna be there for five days. Which one two credit restaurant are we going to? Because we're not sacrificing all of our dining credits and just eating like all our meals in two days, right? <laughs> you know, right. It, it would right. all, you'd have to there have to be a consensus as to what what would be the one two credit restaurant. I mean, it always end up being Arcusies, but yeah, no, no, yeah, I think
2: I think it's worth talking about as a family, and and certainly if you're if you're booking with me, I'm happy to have a conversation with you about what kind of places you're thinking about going to. And I can recommend whether I think it'll be a value for you or not. I do think that the best value in quotation marks is the all-inclusive feel of the dining plan. I know I have a much different trip when I am not constantly looking at the prices on the menus. I'm able to just sort of relax and enjoy it and not think about how much money am I putting on my credit card today? Because it's already been paid for. Yeah, that's and fair, so yeah. Even if I'm not making money on the dining plan, if I'm just breaking even, coming close, which we usually do, it's pretty easy to break even. That's a value for me to not have to think about it. But if, but if you are someone who's going to go to signature restaurants every night especially without the deluxe dining plan it might not be the right choice
0: well but i mean like if you were to do say the quick service dining plan you you had a a, a nice breakfast in the morning and then a counter service for lunch and then if you book your signature restaurant and chances are you're not even going to be hungry at that point in time or overly hungry so you can just have a drink a cocktail and something Mm -hmm. light and come out of pocket that way because i mean all these signature restaurants that they make sound like it the only reason there are tons of money is because you're getting a steak and the lobster but if you just get, like, you know, a pasta dish or... like Or even a simple fish dish. Exactly. The, the sustainable fish. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it, we all know it by this point. It's like, what, beef tenderloin? It's yeah. Free-range chicken and salmon. Sustainable fish <laughs> like, that grow in the land. It's cheap. It's right, right there. They don't have to import it. it. It's pretty much a standard. So I think that that would help. So I, I can see a value in the quick service plan for sure. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah.
2: And if you, if you drink, yes, if you're over 21 Guilty. and you drink, <laughs> yes, yeah, it makes the value...
1: Kick up real fast mm-hmm. i want a drink dining plan can we can we can they, they used yeah. to have those they used to have those there's like,
3: that you know, no like like carnival has
1: that on their carnival cruises i don't know if, i can't remember yeah. if disney uh, cruise on uh, has that royal back. does royal does Roy-
2: yeah disney if, does not
0: if disney could have that wow and end game i would say this and i think disney's on the right track here keep the dining plan simple like if i did this if, yes. if i ran disney right now you know you want to do the disney dining plan okay cool one entree, that's it. Everything else is out of pocket, and we're gonna make, we're gonna build in a little bit of value to it. But you, everyone's gonna get one entree. You want to order an alcoholic beverage? You want to order dessert? You want to order an appetizer? That's just, yeah, that's on you to go ahead and do à la carte. Anything else, extra. No more two credit restaurants. One meal, that's it. Quick service, one combo meal, that's it. Make it simple to where people understand. When you give them all these options, it becomes. Ugh, I don't want a dessert. I want an appetizer. Well, you can't have an appetizer. Well, but that's... I don't want a dessert. Or I'm not, yeah. I'm not yeah. hungry. I've just ate. I don't want all the extra. Exactly. I just want the yeah. entree and that's it. My kid doesn't want the milkshake. Can you just give her a Coke I or don't a want water? Yeah, trade up sup, else. Right. Yeah. Like, build it. Make it as simple as possible. So I'm crossing my fingers here and hoping that's what they do.
2: Yeah. I think that's part of why there's only two different dining plan options instead of four. Because it'll be easier for cast members to know, like, Hey, do you have the Disney dining plan or the quick service dining plan? You know, they have like very different names, very different intentions. I think keeping it simple is part of that for them.
1: Did you get any word as far as when the pricing's coming out for you guys or when when you can? Did-
2: so what I have been told, I guess I didn't really know this before. Um, we, I guess, never had prices for the dining plan before. That was never something Disney released. It's always been like people online doing the math and then publishing it. So we should know when packages are available. On May thirty first, somebody will do the math. Maybe me. Maybe I will do that
0: math. Oh <laughs> 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 it's based on the length of the trip. Ooh, right. Okay. That, that'll be yeah, a whole show. You can figure show. it out. You can yeah, figure it out be. pretty easily. That'll be a whole show. We we gotta do a whole show on that because I mean we gotta present like how you can get the most benefit out of having signed up for the dying plan because again, I was a huge believer in a dying plan. You couldn't tell me go without the I remember plan. that, yeah. Yeah, I, I would get yeah, mad. I, I never when,
1: did it, but then I, I did see some value in it. Yes. But and then they took it away. And little by little, go, yeah. the
0: cost of food went up, which made the cost of the plan go up, which means the cost of the tip went up. And before you knew it, there was little to no value in the dining plan. You really just—it became overly noticeable that you were getting crooked. More, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, that, and yeah. what you were doing. So I'm hoping that this is kind of a, a course correction, if you will, a refresh. And yeah. yeah, like hit the reset button on this, and and let's let's give a better option because hopefully I like the idea of knowing like. Going on a cruise, that's the best part of it. Knowing all your meals and everything are already taken care of. Dude, it, yeah, it's its, I it's
1: incredible. Uh, no, I, I love it when I go on a Disney cruise because it's like, I, I don't have to worry about anything because I already paid for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm still going to get that Disney quality service and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's exactly. be great.
2: I know that Disney is eager to please the guest right now.
1: Yes. <laughs> they should. Yes.
2: No, I mean, they should always be right. But I know, especially right now. My
1: butt hurts thinking about what they've done to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously.
2: They've been doing all of these listening sessions with influencers and online like fan community folks. Like us? Yes, like us. Ah. Um, They've been doing listening sessions with travel agency owners. Like I know that there have been a lot of situations where they've been like looking online. What are people saying that they don't like about these packages? I think Summer has them spooked. And so wow. they predicted
1: um, this months ago. I mean, we were talking about the light summer in 2023. Rachel That's did. Yeah. Right. yes. We yes. yes. talked about that. this stuff. Call I am child.
2: hopeful that when the pricing comes out, when those kinds of details are available, that people will be pleasantly, maybe not surprised, just pleasantly sustained in their love for their vacations.
1: Okay. <laughs> so May 31st, 2023, no doubt. What What is that? Is that May a Wednesday? 31st. Is that a, um, what is that day? I believe that? it is a Wednesday. It is a yeah. Wednesday, yep, a so we'll we have a different show that runs that day. Who knows? But definitely the next show that comes out on June 7th, we will have a yeah. full breakdown of what the hell is happening. Hopefully it's something good <laughs> mm-hmm. that, that we'll be able to talk about. And then you can book through Rachel, Rachel at MagicOrway.com.
2: Yes, and I will have lots of suggestions for how to get the maximum value. I can tell you right now, it's going to be single credit table service dinners. That's going to be your big cash in for the credits. So like Ohana single credit. So it's not signature.
1: So no two okay so no t- so Brown no, Derby's yeah. two is that right?
2: Yes, that one's Brown two. So
1: I no Brown Derby. Nope. No. Okay. Brown no narcoosies no California Grill. Oh, Space 220 is a single credit?
2: Uh no, Space 220 dinner is a double credit.
1: No, what? double no! credit. Wait, have y'all eaten? Have the Roberts eaten at Space 20?
2: We did Space 220 lounge and I really liked that. But you aren't paying the prefixed menu there. That's why we booked the lounge. You could just order à la carte. So we did like the sliders and the cauliflower and the deviled eggs. Oh wait, you can. That
1: may be the better way to go.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, can I? Yeah, it is. Can I I book that? Can Danny do that?
2: Yeah, yeah, you can. I would
0: like to experience it, but we, we, I didn't even make it a point to do it. Y'all yeah, didn't really endorse it. They, well. they, yeah, no, I mean, it sucked. They made it sound like. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> but if they have, if they can do that, that might be a better value for you guys. I think. Oh, I would love now. Now you say that, I didn't realize that was an option. Rachel, how do they do this?
2: You well, I will help look for them. You know, I'll help you look for reservations. You need a reservation. <laughs> so
0: oh, we're gonna wrap okay. this show up so you can find that out. I would say, like, yeah, this is gonna make dining at Disney more competitive. Because now there's a dining plan, people are just going to go ahead and buy it because it's just going to be a cost that goes with their vacation. And so that's going to make getting your dining reservations like right now, again, I've said it before, like I can just pretty much log on right now and get about almost anything I want. Lots of table service restaurants are open right now. You could book tomorrow and get a lot of great options. I don't know that's going to happen once the dining plan comes online because once people buy something, they feel the need to use it.
1: Well, we got the rest of uh, 2023. It sounds like to experience that, sure. We do. Before 2024, when uh, when would the dining? Does there a date the dining plan would take an effect?
2: It's yeah, it's that same January 9th. Yeah, I just looked it up because I was questioning my answer on the space two twenty credits for the dining plan, and I cannot find an answer. It opened after the dining plan had been suspended, so it's never been open. While there was a dining plan.
0: Oh wow, good. So point. I think we
2: don't know yet exactly. I I just assumed, I guess, that it would be two credits for dinner. I think I'm going to be right. I'm going to say it's two credits for dinner, and I'm going to guess that it'll be one credit for lunch. Can
0: tell you what, uh, told me, that is the magic. But of that's ed- to make
2: lunch impossible to get.
0: Jeez. That is the magic of editing. No matter what you say,
2: yeah, <laughs> we edit
0: out the wrong one, and you're always right. <laughs> but yeah. it,
1: these are yeah. just predictions. So if anybody listening in the future, this is just predictions. And chances are we recorded an episode that has the accuracy. Yes. And what else? Anything else in 2024?
2: That's it for 2024 at the moment. Those are the big changes. Everything else will be pretty much the same, but I'm excited about it. I'm excited for things to feel a little more normal than they have before. I'm excited for people to not ask me any more when I think the dining plan is coming back. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I, I get that question all the time. Do you think the dining plan will be back for our trip? And for a little while after Disney told us, I believe it was in 2021, that the dining plans would return. I kept telling people like, oh, surely it'll be back for your 2022 trip oh, surely it'll be back for your 2023 trip. And so I just stopped saying that. I was like, I don't think they're coming back.
0: Just you wait, Charlie Brown. <laughs> the dining plan's coming back. You'll see. Yeah. <laughs> She's been pulling oh, S, here. right.
2: Just after I gave up, they brought it back. 2024
0: so, uh, is
1: the key year.
2: I'm excited. We will be getting the dining plan.
0: Oh, good. I sure. cannot wait to hear y'all experience on that. So yeah. it sounds
1: like May yeah. 31st, 23 and 3 is a key date when we're going to find out all the details
0: i i, I want to know because i i want to love again but i've been hurt <laughs> i know <laughs> that's I know. fair
1: yeah and you could definitely book these vacations man if you reach out rachel at magic and look if you want to get in touch with us to share your opinions about anything we talked about we're about to tell you how to do that in just a little bit well guys we hope you enjoyed that episode of the magic our way podcast look magicrway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links past episodes and more. And look, you can go to magicarway.com forward slash about us and find out all this information we're about to give you. And if you want to share your opinions, you can do so through the following ways. Number one, choose an email at show at magicrway.com or you can call or text us at 1-815-MO-WEEKEND at
0: 1-815-MO-WEEKEND mo
1: is 669-4226 and like I said, go to com forward slash about us, and you're about to hear find all that information they're about to give you. But we got a couple of people who do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics, man. You can link that all from com forward slash about us. Eli,
3: what's up, man? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you can always go and check out the work I have on the Ivory Comics website, which is www.ivorycomics.com. We get to see all the good work I have put out there. 48 pages, fully colored. The only ad is for this podcast. Nothing else. So that's Project Geisha, Savages, and of course, the Molly Be Damned. There's also interviews and blogs and, of course, a link to the Magic Highway podcast. So you never miss a beat. You never, never miss a good piece of advice. Ever. You never know what's going to happen until you go and click that link. And that's how the synergy works because that's how Walt wanted it. So, again, please support the arts, www.ivacomics.com. I think synergy would make Walt wretch. <laughs> I'm just mm. saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so limiting for for yeah, 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 it it
3: creativity. It's, yeah. it's tough. It's Roy tough. would love
1: it, but Walt would be like, eh.
3: mm. that's not what I'm feeling right now. He no, wouldn't I'm want it that way. That. You're, you're oh, right. Man. Well, maybe Stan would have wanted it that way. I don't, I don't know. Stan Lee? That's yeah. right. True believers. No, Stan wouldn't have it. He just would have liked all the stories to be cool and reflect all what was going on. Would The Rock the want that?
1: It wasn't what you
3: want <laughs> exactly, thank you. You got it, yeah. So you can get all that fun again if you click the link. See that <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get. But in social media, I can be found there Facebook, Eli Jiry It's where you'll find me right there. So as long as you're a real person, love you to meet you. But if you are, bot, I cannot greet you. All right, I do not have no credit cards to give. Pahama Mahama Mahama, all right, I got nothing for you right there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me repeat that either, just pull that out. Alright, so uh, yeah, Facebook.com you, like Jire, you can find me there Project Geisha has a Facebook page So again, you go to Facebook slash Project Geisha You can check out the uh, Stuff I have there, so I appreciate the support right there Instagram EIV504, post it up to hearts And the likes and seeing what you got there And of course, on Twitter I can be found At Hancock10166 So if you appreciate the madness then You're just bringing me the gladness Thank you very much Freak out!
1: and of course if you want to book a vacation you can do so through rachel rachel how do you do this
2: yes i would love to help you book in 2024 i agree with danny i think that dining reservations will be tough to get and if there is one place where i shine it is finding you those dining reservations so i would be happy to do that and help you out at no extra cost to you and you would be helping out the show and this fan community like i said at no extra charge It's just a benefit you get, plus my assistance and help as much or as little as you'd like. You can find me at Rachel at magicourway.com. Rachel is spelled R A C H E L. And you could also text me or call at 978 432 WISH, W I S H. I'm on social media at our family magic on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. And I'd be happy to help you book a trip and make it a really carefree, wonderful memory.
1: In addition, guys, there's so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicourwaycom forward slash about us. Again, that is magicourwaycom forward slash about us. Plus, if you want to elevate your support of the Magic Rway podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Way. Any way we can support the show is deeply appreciated. And we also want to thank you for being a loyal listener, and we always love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome in the Magic Art podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. So awakens, we say Quaahhirini, my name is Kevin and I'm Danny. Magic Out And you are! Bye!